You are listening to The Database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, where you will be provided with yet another awesome opportunity, as at the moment of this recording, it is Motzei Shabbos, opening night for Slichos, for the Amim Narayim, the Amei Ratzon. And the question that I want to focus on right now is if we should be afraid. Is there something to fear in these Yamim Narayim? I'll answer that question after I first dedicate this shir, Lili Nishmas, my sister, Kelerus Basmonim Tuvia, Aloha HaShalom, her yard site was yesterday, Erev Shabbos, Chof Beis Elul. And to share just a brief anecdote about my sister that really relates to the question that we're about to address. Again, is there what to fear? So as reported by classmates of my sister um, in letters that were sent after my sister passed away, different gears of the story, but there was a psychology project where the students were handed a, a picture a coloring page. It was either a coloring page of a, a person or a bear. I'm not sure which is the correct version. I saw both versions of the story. And very simply, you're supposed to color in the bear based on the colors that represented different emotions. And on the one hand, one of the colors was yellow, which represents happiness. Another one of the colors was green, which represented fear. And in my sister's bear, or in her coloring page, whatever was featured there, she colored the entire body yellow with the exception of one toe. One toe was left green, representing the fear that she had at the moment that she was, of course, battling her illness. And that, uh, that, that sobering ounce of yira of fear that my sister had um, was very telling, perhaps about maybe the degree to which we all have to have at least a little bit of yira in our situation. Yes, my sister was a, um, a young woman who was a woman of Simcha Sachaim. And yet there was a little bit of Yira, and yet her Pasuk, which um, we know from the tradition of the Shla, which is to recite a Pasuk based on the first and last letter of your name at the end of Shemona Esrei, because when a person goes up to Shemaim after Me'ava Esrim, or perhaps in my sister's case after just Yudches, 18 years, due to the overwhelmingness of Din, we might be so overwhelmed that perhaps we forget our own name, and my sister's Pasuk, for her first name, which we found on, an, on a post-it note in her tattered pink sitter where she had also post-it notes for all the people she was davening for. So her pasuk was a pasuk from Eicha, which read, You came close on the day that I called, and you said, do not be afraid. The Pashup shot, this is referring to Hashem, who came close to us on the day that we called out, and he told us not to be afraid. My family wanted to darshan this pasuk as a reference to my sister, um, um, regarding whom... She came close on the day that Hashem called her, and when that day finally came, when she knew her time was almost up, the question was, was she afraid or was she ready to go to Hashem? And again, Marta Altira, he said, do not be afraid. And the question once again is, is there what to be afraid of? Um, on the one hand, I believe my sister experienced both emotions, and perhaps in a certain sense, that is what we have to experience as well. And I want to demonstrate that um, in, um, through, through two Dugmos, through two examples that we find, the truth is one of them is in this past week's Parsha, Nitzavim Vayelach, really Parsha's Nitzavim, and the other one is actually something that really harks back to what we hark back to on Rosh Hashanah, when we hear the, the, the trua of the shofar, or namely the zichron trua, the commemoration of the shofar, to what shofar are we, try, are we supposed to be reminded and of course, if you look in the davening, you look in the shofaros of our of our Musaf of Rosh Hashanah, it is in fact a reference to the shofar of Kabbalah Satora, of of 
of Matan Torah, the Shofar at Har Sinai. How that is relevant, I will show you very, very soon. First, let's look at the example from our Parsha this week. Well, we find something very, very surprising. Moshe Rabbeinu begins in Parshas Nitzavim by telling Klan Yisrael, Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kulchem, that all of you are still standing today. The obvious question is why it is Moshe Rabbeinu has to share this information that the people indeed are still standing. Because, of course, what else are they doing? Are they sitting? What is what is the point that Moshe Rabbeinu is emphasizing? And among many pshatim that Rashi quotes, Rashi suggests that actually the Bnei Yisrael, after hearing the 98 curses of the Tochacha, the Klalos, in Parshas Kisavo, their faces fell pale, and they were frozen in fear. At which point Moshe Rabbeinu says, Guys, come on, you're still standing. There have been many times that you've angered a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and yet you're still alive. Which, at first glance, is a very strange thing to say. Because, after all, what was the point of the Tochacha, if not to get Klai shaking in their boots, to get them afraid to the point that they will you know, make sure to keep the Torah? And yet Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, guys, come on, like, you do know that you've, you have angered Hashem before, and yet you're still here. Is Moshe Rabbeinu trying to undermine the Tochacha? And what is Moshe Rabbeinu getting at by saying that, after all, you're still standing? Despite the Tochacha, it almost sounds like Moshe Rabbeinu is saying that the Tochacha has no tokef, that it has no power, it has no grip, it's not binding. So why does Moshe Rabbeinu seem to be intimating that there is nothing to fear, when it seems that that was the whole point? And yet, when it comes to Kabbalah Satora, going back to the shofar of Har Sinai, when after hearing the sounds, after seeing the sights, and perhaps even seeing the sounds of Kabbalah Satora, we know that Kal Yisrael as well were very, very fearful, and in fact, they thought they were going to die. And Moshe Rabbeinu says something once again at that scene, very striking, something similar to what he says in Nitzavim, where Kal Yisrael is yet preparing to enter another bris. We return to the bris that they entered at Kabbalah Satora, and there, Moshe Rabbeinu says something very similarly. He says, Al-Tira, he says, don't be afraid. Why shouldn't Klai be afraid? And Moshe Rabbeinu continues to say that the whole point of Hashem showing himself to Klai Yisrael at Har Sinai was ba'avor, that, his yiraso, his, that the yira of Hashem should be al-panechem on your face. Which again, seems very, very strange. He says, don't be afraid. And why not? Because Hashem was really just trying to get his fear upon your faces. Uh, in, in, in order that what? That you shouldn't sin, says Moshe Rabbeinu. So the question is, uh, which one is it? Are you supposed to be afraid or not supposed to be afraid? And even in Moshe Rabbeinu's own words, it doesn't really seem clear. He says, don't be afraid because Hashem was just trying to make you afraid. So what does that even mean? But I believe the answer is the same in both places. That Moshe Rabbeinu is telling Klai Yisrael, yes, there's an extent to which you are supposed to be afraid. There's an extent to which you are supposed to be moved by frightening sounds and frightening sights. But to what extent, to what end? You're supposed to be afraid in order that you do not sin. You're supposed to be motivated to keep the Torah. Some people, however, they go off the deep end and they get so afraid that they're frozen in fear. They are paralyzed with that terror that they are not able to be productive, that they don't keep the Torah further, that they perhaps don't even know what to do with themselves and they give up on everything. That, says Moshe Rabbeinu, is not the point of the Tochacha. That is not the point of HaKadosh Baruch Hu appearing at Har Sinai. That is not the point of the sounds of the shofar that we hear. The point is not that we be paralyzed with fear. Interestingly enough, Moshe Rabbeinu continues in Parshas Nitzavim to describe who it is that should be afraid. Because he says, Pen maybe there is someone among you. Maybe a person, an individual, maybe a group of people, maybe a family. But there might be some people. Maybe a sect. 
who are going to hear the words of the Tocha. They're going to hear about the terror of the Amedin. And they're going to say that they will be okay. They're going to shrug off the Tocha. They're going to shrug off that which Chazal tell us about the Sifrei Chaim and Mavis that are opened at this time. And they're, what they're, what are they going to do? They're going to be Mizbarech Bilavavinu, Mizbarech Bilavavam. They're going to bless themselves in their heart and they're going to say, Shalom Yihi Ali. Everything's going to be okay. Why? And I'm going to just continue going on my merry way and I'm going to do what seems right in my own eyes. Um, you know, whatever whatever seems fitting to me and not necessarily what's fitting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And why shouldn't they be afraid? Haven't we as a people angered Hashem many times and yet we're still standing? Aren't there chazakos, presumptions, fair presumptions that if things were okay the previous year, then they're going to be okay next year as well? And it is to this person that Moshe Rabbeinu says, ooh, this person is someone who should be afraid because HaKadosh Baruch Hu will target that individual, that group, whoever it is, that person will be targeted by the, by the Gezeros. That person who is so complacent to say that there's nothing to fear during these days, there's nothing to fear when it comes to Avodah Hashem and how we're going to approach it, that perhaps Hashem doesn't really care, or that I don't really care. He is the person that should have second thoughts. He is the person that perhaps should be shaking during these times. But for the rest of us, if we already have that healthy amount of Yira, perhaps that toe's worth of Yira, we will be able to actually maximize our time and use these days as not just Yomim Noroyim, days where we should have a healthy amount of Yira, but days that will be days of Ratzon, days of opportunity. We'll be able to get closer to Hashem through our Teshuva with the understanding that we are trying our best with the understanding that Hashem has that understanding. And with that, we could enter these days of slichos with the sense of encouragement, that with our earnest efforts towards teshuva, we'll be written up for ksiva v'chasimatova, a year l'alter l'chaim l'shalom. If you enjoy this year and others like it on the podcast, you want to partner with us with the sponsorship, or if you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group, where you can find links to every uploaded shir, and links to share them that I repost due to their relevance, then all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data than base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Until next time, and thank you for joining us here at The Database.